It's Tuesday, May 21st, and today I talk with Tommy Ryan about moving from Box uh, to OneDrive, and we talk about sort of the reasons why you might want to look into doing that, um, sort of com comparing the two products, a little bit of a discussion about that. And then it's really nice we could walk through what are the three options um, that are out there for doing the migration, including using some of Microsoft's fast track services along with some of the tools that are out there. And then finally, just talking about manual migrations. Thanks and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Wheels' official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with my co-host, Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well. It's been a good crop at Iron Mountain Organics lately. How's the chard? It's good. <laughs> you had your second weekend? In the, yeah, uh, second weekend. And um, you know, educating a lot of people on what good food. So did you have more sales the second weekend or the first weekend? Actually, the first weekend, believe it or not. It had to do with the beer, Tommy. There, there's Whenever you're yeah, serving the beer, alcohol, a lot of family members yeah. came. <laughs> family members buying, too. That yeah. helps as well. But yeah, you'll, you'll see some correlation between people bu uh, uh, buying alcohol and more yes, sales. Maybe That's why people sell do that. alcohol and <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that could work. So today, um, on to the fun stuff. Uh, that was fun stuff. But uh, the box to OneDrive migration. So Tommy and I are continuing on in our um, discussions about moving from different platforms to Office 365. And so we've had several conversations about this. Um, we've, uh, for a couple weeks, we focused in on social platforms. We talked talked about Workplace by Facebook and uh, social platforms like that and making the move over along with that Slack. And now we're into one a new one here, what Gartner would call, was it content? Was it C, content collaboration? What, what was the, I'll have to look it up here. Um, Gartner calls it, I'm pulling up the report here, content collaboration platform, CCP. So um, it used to be called uh, enterprise file storage and something. Uh, but we're talking here about, uh, primarily about uh, document management, about storing um, content. And uh, the one that we're starting off with here is going to be Box and talking about Box. And I know we'll, we're also going to get to Dropbox as well in an upcoming podcast. But um, so we're looking at this primarily from the standpoint of migrating from Box over into not. And we just we didn't say Office 365. This primarily is contents going over into OneDrive. Is that right? Well, what's interesting to me is I think Box is kind of the combination of OneDrive and SharePoint Teams, maybe, uh -huh. um, it, because I think there are shared folders for collaboration that are not someone's personal folder that they're sharing out, but a team that is sharing a common set of files. I mean, similar to 
to Dropbox, you know, you have these shared files, you have an administrator um, that's kind of setting that up, but it's really not, you know, Tommy's box, but it is a box location for a team or a project. So I, I think the, the easiest way to think about it is OneDrive just because of the amount of functionality that has been traditional with Box, which has been more of a file synchronization um, technology yeah. that in the more recent years, getting into more of the collaboration side that you see in teams working on files. Um, so it's, it's with all things, they're not a direct mapping, but I, I think in its early days, if it was more like a, a, a OneDrive because of the synchronization technology, but I think they're trying to position it more of team collaboration around files, which is not really OneDrive. OneDrive is one way to do it if you're owning a personal file. But if you're doing it as a team, that's usually a, a team site or a SharePoint site. A SharePoint on the back end. Yeah. 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 And it was interesting, I think, as we were looking this at this as well, um, how Box is broadening out their their story as well with some of the stuff with workflow and collaboration, some of their, their note-taking, their note-taking functionality, which, um, you know, it was one, it was sort of like their position right now to, um, sort of as a best of breed type of solution that fits very well into Office 365. And then they're also taking the position as far as, you know, they're also have more than just the, um, the, the document storage piece of this as well. Yeah, they, they have a, a strong emphasis around putting Box and Office 365 together that that's a, a better solution working together. And I think Box in its early days just had a very strong competitive advantage for being a very purpose-built file collaboration tool for, you know, cloud-based file storage. And the synchronization and and technology that SharePoint had back in those days um, had something to be desired. And then that's Box kind of opened, you know, got in that space and same with Dropbox. And now as people are looking at, well, I have a lot of these capabilities over on the Office 365 side. Do I need Box, you know, to continue the type of collaboration I do and try to integrate it with Office 365? Mm-hmm. Or do I just bring it over? I think that's the challenges that people are facing. Yeah, this is, I think we we um, we did a in prepping for this. We, we were looking at the the license we were trying to sort of I think a, a lot of the stuff that we look at we sort of look at we've done so much so many of the uh, the jive migrations and sort of like is it a similar or or how is this similar to um, that story which is you know there's uh, some of this is like why why have um, two systems that do very similar types of use cases and the overlap and I think the the issues that we've seen with customers has been, you know, if you have multiple places where, for instance, you're storing documents, you run into the, the, the same reason why we did lots of integrations very early on with SharePoint, which was the search problem, the where do I share it problem, the security problem. Those, all, those sort of all come into play for us now when you have two different places where you're putting, in this case, documents. Yeah. And, and what would be addressed, uh, you know, if, if it was 
you know, if we were storing them just in Office 365, right. is and the, you really have to show like what's the value in having it outside. Um, what does that present? Because because um, you know there is, it looks like uh, and and there's probably some use cases for Box. Uh, maybe on the security side of things or some 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 maybe the ease of use that you know, give it an edge over OneDrive. But is it really so much that you want to have a totally uh, similar solution, uh, similar you know thing that is already provided to you within Office 365? Yeah, especially when you're looking at the the price comparison, you really look at what you get in their kind of entry level business versus closer to enterprise you're you're comparing to the same pricing of licensing and in, in office 365 you know they're the e3 of office 365 being you know list at 20 and then they're kind of midstream you know business enterprise version is 25 and you can even goes up from there so that that's interesting to see something that's just file sharing that only has a more recent workflow component and a more recent kind of collaborative document collaboration capability. Um, you just kind of say, wow, they're, they're kind of a little bit behind in some of those other technologies, but their pricing is not behind. Yeah. Their pricing is lockstep, or maybe you could even say more expensive. Because well, you get so many other things in Office 365 right, as right. well. I mean, and it's, it's, there's just a, you know, it's more than, you know, just your story, storing, you know, the, the content um, piece of this um, or, or document piece of this. So, there, you know, that's that that that's um, there's a lot more. To yeah. Yeah. And just let alone the kind of web content management, you know, that you're trying to create an enterprise portal or area to do collaboration. Well, what is that home for for box except for, you know, file locations um, or these notes, you know, to have a cohesive story, um, Office 365 has such a, a strong foundation there to be that one-stop shop for collaboration versus having to piece together things. And, uh, you know, they, they talk about the, the integration and it's, you know, it's an enhanced solution when you integrate those two together. We all know that integrations are, are, um, are going to have some unnatural feel to it. There's going to be some jarring experience when you go natively in one of those platforms and then get linked over to the other platform, and it's different. As, as much as you try to, quote, brand it and centralize the theming of it, it's going to have different kind of UI behaviors that you're going to like one or the other, and then, like you were saying before, well, now where do I put things? Is it if I like box, do I put in box, or is there an organizational strategy to say these things are in box, these things are in SharePoint? Don't get me wrong. I am a I'm all for like the best of breed idea of the you know let's use the best tool for and and I I see a lot of benefits to that um, and the integrate yeah, there but there are also there's just so many. Um, yeah, and I and there's for some of the organizations, it's 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 moves beyond, um, 
just the features and functionalities of the different platforms as well. I think a lot of our customers will keep other products around just to keep the vendors honest right. when pricing comes around. I mean, we, we got a little bit into this and we were talking about G Suite, uh, Office 365, link that up, Austin. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, there, there, there's just a, especially when you talk about larger organizations or maybe, um, you know, What's interesting about this is we're talking about documents, primarily about documents here. Mm -hmm. And so um, with that, it's not like an, it's an application or something that is very unique, like line of business type. I'm sure you can build some solutions out of this and you know, they have metadata and, and are adding workflow and those types of things. But this is primarily, you know, document and probably the metadata associated. Yeah, to yeah that, very that, purpose that built. And, and yeah. if you, you know, think about what we do with Dropbox, we have a certain set of information we have in Dropbox because it's just simple, yeah. purpose built. It does the trick. Yeah. And why change that? Um, unless you have some security concerns, unless you have price concerns of you're paying too much money to have that extra system. Yeah. But yeah, you're always going to find some diversity. And, and the neat thing about the cloud is that that there is lightweight integration, you know, to be able to, you know, connect, you know, from one system to the other. But it's not going to be a seamless, simple experience. It's gonna it's gonna have some clunkiness. To I it. would argue that Microsoft's not going to be a seamless experience sometimes yeah, even, inside even, their own yeah, tools. Even, yeah, because they're different teams. when you own yeah. both both the they tools. Have different teams. Yeah. yeah. So that that is you would think that that oh that's the over, uh, overwhelming reason is you know the integration within the same company, but it's difficult. We're talking about software, ladies and gentlemen, and that's that's difficult to do. You you have different product teams that are developing, even with the new Microsoft. It's it's sometimes difficult for them to get uh, the, their integrations in, in between products right. Um, but you would think that you have a better chance with that. But uh, so the next part of this, um, next part of the conversation where I wanted to go with this was if somebody is is um, is listening to this and they're looking at uh, making the move, and we did a little bit of research just to hopefully to help folks out with this as they're looking at um, moving from Box over to Office 365. Like what what are um, what are some of the options that are out there? And I think we ran into three. I'll, I'll call it three big ones. Um, one is is that one of the things that that is out there. That uh, if you're if you meet a certain criteria, like a certain um, number of accounts, and you're what Microsoft would consider a, a, for a program that they call Fast Track, and so um, Fast Track is a, is is Microsoft um, providing some services, a very sort of like a it's like a cafeteria type of offering. They they'll they'll do this and exactly that, and you can use that in order to do things like one one benefit of Fast Track is data migration and Microsoft calls out on their website um, link to this um, I'll show you where the link is uh, calls out on their website you know what are the data migration offerings and one of those offerings is um, is migrating from box uh, to over to office 365 and so that's the, that's probably if you're if you're using the fast track program, I would say take a look at what's available. They'll show you what what can move, what can't, what they can't move. 
We're um, just we also want to point out with that is, you know, engage Microsoft for that. Um, we have actually three wheels helped out with those sort of as a um, uh, because it's not going to do everything. We, we come in and help customers who utilize fast track services to do everything from like the communications piece of this to sort of all the different. Cause it's usually one facet of a larger um, uh, migration or some people would call this a digital transform transformation or how how people need to move. So that's sort of one area. I just want to point that out that if you are using fast track services that you'll want to take a look at that. Yeah. And, and I think depending on the characteristics of your environment, if you have things that kind of fall well within those guidelines that there's only a few things that you have to handle, you really should consider fast track. And yeah. then there's, sometimes there's situations where there's too many things that are don't apply. And then the cost of integrating that quote free program with an overall program to do the migration, it's not worth the, the hassle. Yep. The, the second option is, is there are, this is something that, um, that organizations have looked at. So there's tools that are out there. You know, we, we ran into a couple of them like Mover.io and was BitTitan and SkySync was another one. So there's, there's other, there's, um, there are products that are out there and tools that are out there um, that you can use to do this migration. Since we're talking about something that is, uh, you know, moving files from one cloud over to the other cloud, um, you know, that there are tools that are out there. And again, whether you do that as an internal team versus engaging somebody like a three will to to manage that um, that's something that definitely if you or even if you need help to evaluate those tools to do that migration that's that's um, we've just through the years have built up a lot of expertise around the different tooling that are out there for doing these this types of migrations over to office 365 yeah I love that yeah yeah, and the air conditioning just turned off. Um, I hope it turns back on. It's a little hot in here. Um, the last one is uh, just from doing um, these migrations through the years and working with lots of different types of clients is um, sometimes doing the manual thing is the right thing for certain folks. So, uh, and especially where we're talking about documents here and yeah, there's probably the chance of losing some of the metadata that is a part of those documents doing a manual migration. But I really think this is something that um, people can look at either doing the option of, you know, hiring a consulting company or using an internal group to do a manual migration, but also the self-service option, you know, telling your, um, telling folks that you're migrating off by a certain date and that if they want documents to move forward, you know, giving them a, a self-service manual process that they can do to move the documents over to the appropriate places. Yeah. And, and I think the thing that you can overlook in these scenarios of migrating is thinking about what is the future? You know, what is your, your digital workplace within Office 365 and how do you have that organized and, and how are you, um, you know, bringing on those services and, and, and helping your community um, find things easily, know how to create the things they need to do their collaboration. And if you're doing a migration and taking the structure that's over in box and just plopping it over on the other side, you might miss some transformation opportunities mm -hmm. and opportunities to kind of clean house, you know, take out 
the craft that builds up in these platforms and um, really get it down to the essence of what's the core information that you want to move over. So when you're looking for it, it doesn't get cluttered with all this other information that is maybe doesn't apply anymore to your organization. So I think that's one thing, no matter if you go manual to, you know, a full blown end to end consultant managed, you know, um, migration opportunity, you, you really want to think about what's the future and, yep. and, and not overlook that, um, because you, you miss an opportunity when you migrate things, no matter if it's manual or you're paying someone to do that, it's expensive. And if you're going to make that move, you want to get the benefit. Um, and I've made this comparison before is if you move and you don't do that work of understanding what should come, where it should go. And that seems like a simple thing to determine, but it's not simple yeah. when it comes down to it. Um, you end up creating problems. You end up going backwards um, if you're not thoughtful about that, even though maybe that new platform has you know nice, new, shiny things. Um, you can easily go backwards if you're not thoughtful in terms of how you transform and clean that content in the process of migration. Yep. Well, great. I hope this was helpful for people who are taking a look at at migrating um, from a box over to OneDrive and in, in, a, in a bigger sense, Office 365. Um, if you're looking at doing this, probably a great way um, to sort of get the conversation or continue on this conversation with us is we have an offering called a digital workplace briefing. And it just gives a chance for us to spend a, a couple of hours together, either if you're in the Atlanta area in person or if you're outside that virtually. Uh, it gives us a couple of hours to really focus in on um, the digital transformation that co companies are going through and take a look at your at, at what you want to do with Office 365 and how you really can get uh, created into a, a place where work gets done. And so um, if you're interested in, in that, we are um, just come to the three well on our co contact us page. They've got a, we've got an option on that page just to say I'm interested in the di digital workplace briefing. So that's a great place to go to if you'd like to continue on this conversation with folks like Pete Skelly who are uh, who are in this day to day and want to continue on with this conversation. So definitely go take a, uh, a look at that. And uh, Tommy, thank you for taking the time to do this. And you're welcome. What do we have? What's next? Is it Dropbox next? So another content collaboration platform. That works for me. And we'll do we'll do Dropbox next. So we'll pick back up with that. And I think we have a couple more that we're going after. And then that'll wrap up this series. We'll probably um, look at adding some additional content to what we've got out there and maybe doing some updates every once in a while as we hear, you know, what's what people are really interested in doing and, and where some of these things get traction. It'll be interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, where so, we, you know, customer experiences, you know, yep. you know, what's the real world look like in yep. these types of transformations. Absolutely. So thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at 3will.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.